Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. What is up, Casey? How are you? Good, Jesse. How are you, my friend? Anytime we've got a returning guest host here, I get excited because I had Casey on here a few weeks ago and it's the first time I've met him. I was like, mind my blown, right? So Casey's going to be talking today about, we're going into community involvement, correct? Yes. Yeah. Community involvement, the you know, power of building relationships within the community and kind of pouring back into that. And I think the benefit from not only a personal standpoint, but business-wise too, like just all the effects as far as that goes. Yeah. It feels good and it makes you money. Like Exactly. We- so in, in case people missed your last episode and Lisa can drop a link in the chat so people want to see the last one. Um, let's tell people just a little bit about you. Like how many years in the business? What's your, what's your business look like? Um, I'm going to be changing tech devices momentarily. So while you, I'll let you introduce yourself. Normally I say nice things about Casey, but he speaks so well, he can easily give his own background and I'll be, I'll be back on mute, off mute in about one minute. All right, man. No, I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, my background is I'm on my seventh year of real estate now. Uh, I run a team last year. We did, um, you know, just about $42 million or so in production, uh, 203 transactions. So it was one of those things I was born and raised in kind of a real estate family, if you will. My dad's been an appraiser for well over 30 years. Uh, so I always had an interest in it. And I played college baseball at University of Akron. And when I graduated from there, um, instead of taking jobs at like Smuckers and Diebold, uh, some Fortune 100 companies, they wanted me to do marketing for them. Uh, I decided, you know what, I loved real estate in general. And I love the idea of the, hey, it's all on me. So I jumped in and fast forward seven years. And, and here we are, man, just loving it every second of it. Yeah. I mean, the thing that really struck me last time you were here, Casey, when I first met you was, I mean, I don't know if it's because you were a high level athlete, just that mentality, but you have a very strategic focused mindset when you go into something. So when I saw you were talking about community involvement, I mean, you're a good guy. I guarantee most people in your world, if your friends were like, Hey, describe Casey, like he's a good guy. Is that a common thing they'd say about you? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'd like to think so. Uh, <laughs> you know, typically, you know, I, I do get that, that you know, reception, if you will, in terms of that, because Honestly, my, my focus, not just from a business standpoint, but personally is like, I love to pour into people. I love to give to people. And same reason, like I love doing these shows with you, Jesse, is like, it's just another avenue out of that. Like if I can help or impact somebody one way or another, I'm all about it. I don't care what, you know, what facet it is, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my mantra, if you will. Yeah. And so he's like, you guys get this, he's wired just to like pour into people and give back. So when you take this like high level focused athlete mentality, you put that into community involvement. I'm curious what, like what you did when, so seven years ago, did you dive in like very strategically and said, I'm going to get involved in my community and it's going to make me sales? Or did you just start doing it? How, how did this start at the beginning? Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting story. Um, you know, when I first got into the business, uh, obviously, like I told you on the last segment was I, I saw a void, right? It was very transactional business and I wanted to build it on relationships. Right. Um, so then, you know, I found myself, you know, basically farming or kind of around my hometown, like the, the high school that I went to, the places I visited growing up, like I started thinking to myself, you know what, like I want to build a relationship with the clients, but I want to build a relationship with the community because, you know, these places that were a staple to me and they gave me so much as I was growing up as a kid, I want to give back. Right. And so for me, that's kind of how that, that organically started. It was never a, you know, a thing like, Oh, Hey, if I start giving back or, or, or do this kind of thing that I'm going to get a benefit from a business wise, that was never why I started it in the first place. Um, I would say it's just kind of happened to be like an added bonus, if you will. Uh, getting business doing that. But my focus was always like, let me get back and pour into those 
because I, I believe, man, uh, you know, if, if you put you know energy, time, effort, everything into something, you're going to get it back around, right? You know what I mean? You, you get you get out what you put in, I guess, theoretically is what I would say. And that's really kind of taken it by storm for me and why I continue to pour in there is because the more I give, the more I get, and and I couldn't feel better about it. I and mean, that's just kind of how it happened. Oh, I think you're muted there, my friend. I got muted somehow. I, I've, I've, I was just saying, I've actually never read this book, but it's been recommended to me a bunch of times. Um, have you ever read the book called The Go-Giver? The Go-Giver? I, I don't think so. So, huh? so you never read it. It's so funny because I think you and I are wired the same way that people can be like, oh, it's, it's like The Go-Giver. You should read that book. So anyone listening, neither Casey nor I have read that book, but I think it describes a lot of the mindset behind what Casey, like if you're naturally wired this way, Awesome. If you're like, how do I, I, I think it feels good to give back and you want to kind of put that together that check out that book, but, but let's dive into the way you did it, Casey, because this was just a very organic, natural thing you did, which is what I love. Like most people I've seen who generate business this way, they didn't go out and say, I'm going to get involved in my community. It's going to make me money. They're like, I just want to get involved because that's how I'm wired. And so, so what did you do first? Did you, did you pick businesses, groups, organizations? Yeah. So it was very interesting. And, and like you said, I think that the folks that really get into it and have that genuineness, that authenticity of, of really, truly trying to help the community and being involved. Those are the ones you see that have success with it. Um, I mean, people, you know, real recognizes real at the end of the day, I guess is one way I put it. So if you're not being genuine and authentic with, you know, your audience or the people in your community, they're going to feel that. Right. So for me, I started slow. Obviously there's two ways you can, you can impact your community, right? Number one being, you know, financially, you can donate money to, the school, you know, the local YMCA, and we do all those things, but time, and in my opinion, is the next biggest thing, giving time back to, you know, local events, like a, a thing that I started, which is kind of interesting, uh, it's called The Spotlight, okay, so it's basically a video series where we highlight local small businesses, okay, uh, and, and in this, it's totally free, I don't charge the businesses at all to do it, um, I pay my videographer, Ben, who's fantastic, he does my house tour videos as well, I pay him myself, and we highlight these businesses for free, right, so we, we basically go through, uh, highlight the business. We interview the owner. We talk about it, uh, and then we just promote it and put it out there and try to bring some some positivity. Um, you know, we just started season two. We just filmed a, a, a ton of new episodes, so I'll be dropping those every couple of weeks or so. So you'll see that. Um, but like that was one thing, man. Is is that when, when I stepped into this realm, I was like, you know what? I can dedicate you know money, but I can dedicate time, and I want to give these people something. Uh, and that was where like the spotlight was born. I've always had that. Uh, need. I was like, how do I just highlight these folks? You know, but I want to do it for free. I don't want them to have to pay for this advertising. Small businesses struggle enough. Uh, so it's kind of my way to give back. And that's one thing that I would say that anybody, you know, in your local market, like highlight these places. And I don't tag my real estate uh, with the spotlight at all. It's not Casey Roth Realtor hosts the spotlight, right? It's the spotlight with Casey Roth, whatever. I don't mention real estate. I don't talk about it at all. Reason is I want to be fully, fully in and dedicate that to them. I don't want it to be about me. Uh, and if I get business or, or referrals or whatever from it, great. That's awesome. Again, an added bonus, but that's not the goal behind doing that, right? So uh, check it out. You'll see a lot more episodes coming now soon. Took a little bit of a break there uh, with COVID, all that kind of stuff. But you'll see that coming back. And that's one thing. Is, is, is It's not expensive to do that either. Um, you know, I think it's 150 bucks is what I pay Ben. Uh, and he does a fabulous job. So when you see the videos, you'll kind of see what I'm talking about. And, and again, like I said, the overall goal is to give back. When, when you give to those folks, they're going to be you know, giving back as well. Oh, dude, dude, I love it. All right. So, so I want to, by the way, guys, Casey and I talk really slow. So if you're, if it's really fast. So if, <laughs> if you were watching this on a platform that normally you listen to podcasts on like a two times speed or a three times speed, if there's a half speed button, 
that might be the appropriate speed for this. I just, I, this is my favorite conversation. This speed. All right. So uh, Lisa, just put the link in the chat, facebook.com slash the spotlight community. That's where we see these ones, right? Yep. Okay. I just, I want to dig into a couple things there. You said we're just releasing season two. Tell me your mindset. Like, let's go a little advanced here. Obviously then, I mean, maybe you started out this way, but you, you have seasons like a TV show. Like, what do you mean season two? Yeah. So basically I think we, you know, it was like 22 episodes or so in the first kind of season. Uh, when we had to take that break, I, I looked at that as like, okay, you know what? We have a break. Let's start it fresh. Let's do another season. Let's get it going. Uh, and I think too, uh, the game plan with the spotlight is I don't want it to be something that's like we highlight you once and we're done. I plan, my goal is, is in future seasons or what have you to go back to the ones that we, you know, from, from the beginning, um, you know, I have a couple that are my, my absolute favorites. One on there you'll see from, from a couple of years ago was uh, it's called uh, Brimstone Bicycles. Uh, a guy's name is Eric Whittington. Uh, he's a prominent, you know, member in Canal Fulton. He's a councilman. He just got reelected. So shout out to Eric. He, he does an awesome job. But anyway, uh, he has an amazing story. Uh, you know, he's a veteran, um, struggled with, with alcohol and drugs, things like that. And he got into these ultra marathons that he does. And it's, it's truly unbelievable. They run 150 mile, 200 mile marathons. Uh, but he owns this bicycle shop here in town and one of the best dudes ever, but like, those are the kind of people we highlight them. Um, and, and I want to check back in with those too. So that's kind of my goal going forward is, you know, we're highlighting new ones all the time, but I want to circle back to these businesses that we've done and like, see how they're doing, check in like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I have a goal for that. Dude, I love it. And I, and I was just clicking, I mean, I've looked at some of these before, but I'm looking through now. They have good production value. You have like, it's like, it has an intro they've edited. So you said what your total cost is 150 bucks to have someone edit those for you? Yeah, 150 bucks is, is what, and, and the reason being is, is Ben is very similarly mindset as I am. Uh, he, he, we do this just to get back. He knows I don't make any money on it. So at the end of the day, you know, for us to do it, like he is just as much involved, obviously for the time he has to edit and stuff, he's barely covering his costs, but he does it because, you know, oh, so he's, he's local also. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So, so because a lot of people like we have our creative team is all overseas, but you, you have your guy local, which ties in that community piece and you have him doing it at a discounted rate. Cause he wants to give back to the community. Like everyone involved in this is doing it truly to support your local businesses make a connection. And that's so cool, dude. Exactly. And then that's the key. I think when everybody's on that same page or has that same mindset, like that's when you get this, this organic, authentic, you know, just will and need to give back. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if everybody took a step to, to do that a little more, I mean, the world would be a better place as cliche as that sounds. It's like, you know what, it doesn't have to be such a, a grand scale. Right. But I'm talking like giving back, like you hear it all the time. People like buy a coffee for the person behind them, like just general goodwill. Right. I mean, it, it sounds so funny because you hear these stories all the time and, but, and it sounds kind of, I don't know, maybe like some people might construe it as, as fake, but I think like when your heart is in the right place and you truly like, have that focus, like that's when you see like the, the beauty of a community really come alive and really come together. And like to be a part of that, there, there's no better feeling, man, at the end of the day, there really isn't. I love that. I don't think there's anything fake about that. I mean, even if you have the worst intentions in the world to buy the person behind you in line of coffee, I think it's still like, it's still a nice thing to do. Right. I, 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 and especially when you have someone like you, like your intentions are coming from a place of this isn't about making money. This is about creating community, supporting local. Like I have a small, a special place in my heart for small businesses. My parents is my parents ran their own small business my entire life. So did you have a connection with small businesses in your growing up or you just 
like them, support them. So, you know, what's funny is uh, like I told my mom's been a, a nurse. Now she's in the insurance side of it, but she's been a nurse for close to 30 years, like 28 years, something like that at like our the local hospital that's in Akron there. But my dad has always been an appraiser uh, growing up. So he was always very entrepreneurial. Uh, but I think what, what changed it for me, this is very interesting. So when I was 16 or 17, I got a job at a local, as local, right in Canal Fulton, where we're at now. It was a Thai restaurant. It was called V-Lies Thai Cuisine, okay? Authentic Thai, they like v- Valeria, V-Lies, what we called her, came over from Thailand with Roger, who he was in the war and they met each other. They came over 20 some years ago uh, and started this Thai restaurant, which you wouldn't think at all. And so I started serving there. Uh, and I was a very picky eater before this, so just mind you, like I was plain cheeseburgers, just cheese pizza. That's it. <laughs> I mean, you grew up in Akron, Ohio, right? Like this is where you were like, born and raised in Akron. Like guys, you got a yeah, picture where he's just growing south, up. Yeah, Canal okay. exactly, exactly. And the most like, you know, a spontaneous place to have an authentic Thai restaurant. You know I mean? You wouldn't think that. Um, so yeah, I started working there and like the food and just the, the people that they were, the, they gave me so much and like the way they treated me, I still consider them absolutely like family, love them to death. Haven't worked there since I was, you know, what, 21 or 20, whatever it was, but I worked there for five years or so. And I'll tell you what, man, like the way they poured into me, I'm like, you know what, this is what I want to pour into everybody else. So that was kind of like the Kickstarter for me that, you know, I worked in that small business. It was literally those two mom and pop. And like, I wanted people like that to succeed because the impact that they have in the local community is, is truly un- untapped. And I wanted to be able to give back to those people doing that. So that was kind of my motivation as well. That's, that's so cool. And so you, um, I mean, you, you have a 19 month old baby, you're yeah. doing these videos. You, I mean, I won't say they're on autopilot, you're putting some effort in here, but like you still run a team, you sell a lot of houses. Has this, tell us a little bit about how this has impacted your business. Do you have like a direct, like you get referrals out of it? Does it just kind of happen organically? What, how's it tie into your business, these videos? Yeah. So, so basically what, what I found, like I told you, I don't directly tag like real estate with what I'm doing for a number of reasons, right? Like I told you, I want it to be authentic and genuine, but I will say this though, um, in, in the, all the videos that I've done, I mean, we can count at least 15 to 15 to 20 ish referrals just from the spotlight direct. And, and again, those are folks that are now really good clients of mine. So those referrals are going to keep growing, right? It's kind of that mentality of, okay, these 15 or 20 people came just from that. Now, what about their friends and family when they're ready to, you know what I mean? So uh, from a business standpoint, it's been, it's been amazing. Cause we, we can shoot an episode in, you know, 45 minutes, if that, you know, so I set it up, I try to do it at least bi-weekly and, and get involved. So yeah, I mean, there's so much business to be had. Um, and I think too, the way that we've approached it is just like, we're coming from a, a, a spot of service, like let us serve you, let us help. And I think people get that. I think people just resonate with that too, because at the end of the day, if, if you're people are choosing from local realtors or whatever, and you see someone that, wow, this person really truly cares about the community in which I want to live in and is pouring back into that, at least me personally, I'm, I'm more apt to work with that person because like, I want someone who cares about a community that I'm going to live in. And I think that, that that kind of ties in from the business side as well. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's really interesting. So, so the 15 to 20 referrals you got, and by the way, I'm, I'm not trying to take this out of the world of just doing good, but like for most agents listening, I want to yeah. bring it back to like business totally. because that's, what's going to motivate people to get involved. They're like, Oh, I actually can do something I love and get business. The 15 to 20 referrals you've generated, are they from the people that you have interviewed on camera or people watching the spotlight or a combination of both? Combination of both. Um, so what's happened a lot is like some of the business owners we've, you know, obviously interviewed, like I've gotten business from them. But it's even been there, ironically, their employees too that are there because like we see them obviously and like they get to be involved too. So like there, but yeah, some of the biggest responses come from, you know, the people that follow it, the people that interact with it. That's where, you know, it's really connected. So like I'll get these, Eric, take Eric, for example, I already brought him up. 
So the Brimstone Bicycle is one. I mean, we put that out. Obviously, he's a very loved member of the community. And I, I kid you not, man, I've probably got three or four just off of that alone. Um, just with a guy like, hey, so what you do with Eric? I love it. I'm going to be in the market soon. You know, blah, 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 that kind of thing, right? And and I met some really, really cool people, some great friends that way too. Uh, take business out of it for a second is, you know, I met some great people that are, are in, in my life and, and maybe would be if it wasn't for that. So there's so many benefits, man. And, and, and obviously from these all these agents on here, the it's untapped. It's untapped potential because when you're giving back, I'm telling you, man, I 15 to 20 referrals minimum. And then that's only going to keep growing. And as we continue to do second season, I think it's going to get even better. It, it's so cool. And and so did you, um like, do you... Do you, are you a local celebrity now? Like, I'm just trying to figure out what I had to ask. Like, do people, like, is it, is it, or is it like a little group of people? Is it like starting to get known in your town? Like, are you that hyper local that people are like, oh, like you're the spotlight guy? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say between real estate, like, you know, the office building I bought is in flagship downtown Canal Fulton. Uh, we've done a lot of spot, spotlights there. So, like, I, I wouldn't say like celebrity, you know, but I would definitely say like, like it, it's known that, that that's one thing that I love to do. Uh, same reason for like our, our local YMCA, we're very, very involved with them. Uh, you know, donate to them every year. We're actually doing our client appreciation party in in the YMCA's like like grassy area there, and we're opening that up too. Not just our clients. Um, I'm inviting my uh, my friend owns a food truck. My photographer is going to be there. We're hiring a, an Easter bunny. Okay, so we're going to do a Easter egg hunt for not only our clients, kids, we're opening it up to the whole entire community. So we're saying, hey, bring your kids, come be a part of the Easter egg hunt, and obviously get a picture for free with the Easter bunny, and we'll send it to the to them digitally or however they want to do it. Like. So keeping those relationships, I think, is huge, especially, and then turning business into community, if that makes sense, right? So this is a this is a client appreciation event. So it technically has nothing to do with our community, other than like, yes, there's members of the community that are in, you know, in our client appreciation, you know, invite invite list. But this is opening it up and saying, hey, let's just let's open it up to everybody. You know, it's Easter time. Let's get the kids out there. Let's do this. And I think that's key. Is when you tie in that, you know, community involvement with business. I mean, it's a recipe for success. I think there's no doubt. Tell me a little bit more about that. I've never heard that phrase before, turning business into community. But what do you mean by turn, by that? And, and by the way, your internet cut out for a minute, so I want you to say this whole phrase again, because I'm going to edit it out. We're going to make a clip. It's going to run and repeat, because I love that sentence. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think at the end of the day, you want to make your, your community involvement business, and you want to make your business community involvement, right? So at the end of the day, uh, I think the biggest revelation is, is people try to separate that, right? Like, you can't patronize a business or whatever, but also you know, try to get some friends benefit from it. Like I told you, like our, our biggest focus is trying to do it genuinely and authentically. But at the same time, if you can, you know, involve your community within your business, because that, that's, that's where you're working. Think about it. At the end of the day, this is the community in which you operate. This is where you sell homes. This is where you do things. So why not get the most involved that you can? Why not get the most out of it? So not only are you having a benefit from, you know, giving back to the community, but it's helping your business as well. It's putting it in, in a great light for you. And that should be anybody's focus. That's how you grow in an area is, is when you give back and kind of foster those relationships. That's when you're going to get a business back tenfold, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I love that. And by the way, celebrity was the wrong word to use with you. Yeah, because he, guys, Casey's not an ego guy. If you get that, he is not doing this for ego, but, but you're, you're a pillar of your community. Like, you're, like you, are, you are entrenched. And those of you who are here on the Zoom with us live, by the way, we, we, I was going to give a shout out to Kyle about his camera on, but he, he, we lost him off camera for a minute. But guy, if you're here, turn your camera on. Like Casey now he's talking to real people. There he is, he's back. What's up, Kyle? Uh, you, man. If you guys got questions for Casey, the reason we do this live is come off mute or type in the chat box and let us know what you want to know about if you're starting to do some of these hyper-local community involvement yourself, if you were trying to know where to get started. Um, while you're looking for, you know, type in the chat box or come off mute. I've got one 
one direction I want to go with this, Casey, which is for the last couple of years, it's just been ringing in my head. Every coach mentor I've ever heard speak. And every time I'm doing a training, we keep talking about hyper-local, 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 right? The only way to get upstream of Zillow and these big hedge funds that are doing their best to, you know, take over our relationships is to maintain those and to get really hyper-local. Was that a conscious thought for you? Or are you just such a relationship guy that you're like, dude, I just, I just like relationships. I'm just going in. So I would say this, um, there truly, truly is not as much strategy behind it as, as people think. I mean, honestly, um, I don't get, you know, that deep down the rabbit hole because then I think you start to lose again, that, that genuineness of it. Right. If like, if I try to, you know, uh, you know, monetize it or, or make it about numbers, like, I think that's when you kind of lose the, I don't know, the, the fire behind it, the goal behind it, and then the overall motivation. So like, yeah, I would say hyperlocal is a good way to look at it. But like when you're talking this, it, it's more in me, it's a macro scale of that area. Okay. So, you know, that obviously is still a small number, but Canal Fulton, for example, we're born and raised in the area, love it to death. But like, I look at that as a macro as a whole, like giving back to these businesses, that's good for everybody. Again, if I, if I get a real estate benefit from it, heck yeah, love it. But like if these businesses thrive, that's good for everybody in the area, right? That's good for you know, house sale prices. That's good for days on market. That's good for everything, right? So that's the way I look at a little more macro perspective there because I think that's all that matters, right? If I get the direct business and I can monetize it, fantastic. But at the end of the day, it's a win-win. I love it. It's, I, I think you hit the nail on the head as real, recognize as real. This is just who you are. Like I have a tendency to overthink things. You're just having fun. You're literally just doing this because you enjoy it and you're having fun with it. Exactly. It's working. Exactly. And that's yeah. where I think that the community, you know, feels that. And like we talked, like there are so many business, you know, implications that can come from this, but I would say just don't make that your forefront. Don't make that the exact reason why you're doing it. If you have a passion for it, get involved and do it, but don't expect something in return. And, and I'll say this, you 100% will get some sort of return from it. I promise you that, but don't make that your sole focus because then all of a sudden, you know, you're not going to be as motivated to do it. Number one. And then number two, people are going to understand like, okay, well, Hey, he's only doing this for this, that, and the third. Right. And I just don't think that that's the best way to approach it at all. Yeah. If you guys look, uh, let's see, let me share my screen real quick. Like in case you didn't look at his page yet, like this is the spotlight with Casey Roach. Like literally it doesn't like most people at the top would write like realtor. I'm in real, like, like it's you literally like, this is the focus is the community. I mean, it's, it's branding your, it's self, about yourself in there, but truly it's like, it's all on the community. It's really cool. Um, did you make any mistakes along the way of things you would change or any learning lessons? You're like, oh, if I were to do this again, if I was giving advice to someone, I would do this different. Yeah, no, I would say this um, in terms of like the, the spotlight in general, um, the mistake I'm glad I didn't make is, and I guess, okay, you know what? I did make a mistake and I'll start with this. Not when we actually started production, but I had the idea for the spotlight, like, and, and I changed the name. I wanted to call it like small business Saturday or whatever. I was going to do it like once a week, but I had that idea for two years. I waited two years because I was so concerned. Okay. What's the quality going to be like? What's this going to be like? And finally I saw some work that Ben did. I didn't know Ben personally before this, but I saw some work he did and I immediately emailed him. He emailed me back within three minutes, I think. I was like, dude, I love this. Let's talk. Um, but my only regret, I think the biggest thing anybody here can relate, it's like anything, just do it. Just get started because honestly, the longer you wait, I'm two years you know, behind the curve where I could have been if I would have really just gotten started right away. So that, and then obviously you want production quality to be good. You want it to highlight these businesses well. But I think the, the main goal behind it is, is just 
the promotion and, and, and the wanting to, to help the business. It doesn't have to be the most gorgeous HGTV type, you know, you know, I guess set up or like the flow, like obviously mine has a nice intro, you know, outro, whatever. Ben does a phenomenal job. And I suggest finding someone professional or if you're talented that way, I'm basically, I'm, I'm done when it comes to being creative. So like, that's not my forte, but if it is for you guys, you can probably even do it yourself. You know what I mean? So just don't hesitate to get started. Uh, I'd be more worried about giving, getting the message out there than trying to, uh, you know, have it look perfect. So I just had to beat myself up because I was laughing too hard, dude. You just said, I'm dumb when it comes to being creative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so I would tell you, first of all, that's an affirmation you're reaffirming for yourself. I don't think you're done when it comes to being creative. Clearly you have some, but anyway, regardless, I get the point that was surround yourself with people that can, to, can, can play to your weaknesses and double down on your strengths. You had a vision, you're, you're very visionary and you knew where to take it, but you got someone else that could execute and make it happen. Exactly. Yeah. Same reason for like to circle back to real estate, like my operations manager, Jean, like she is much more about the details. I'm, I'm obviously a big picture. I have this idea. I want to do this, this. I'm like, like, you know, what, like the dog and a squirrel kind of thing. I'm always all over the place and she can kind of hammer it down and go. And I hired someone like that because that complements or excuse me, it supplements like what I need. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I I'm not wired that way. Uh, but I, I want to be educated in, in the process, but like, that's why you bring people on. Same reason Ben does all of my videographer stuff because the man has a skill that I could spend hours upon hours upon hours doing and he could do it in 30 minutes. So I think delegating that task and finding the right people is key too. I love it. And, and that is, this is an interesting discussion for a few minutes. Cause I have a literally on the other side of the wall of my office, I got a guy who runs a local photography, media, real estate production company just happens to be on the other side of my office wall. Um, I was telling him, Hey, I want to upgrade my tech setup. Want to get some new cameras. He said, honestly, you know, we just bought for all of our photographers, iPhone 13s. Okay. The cameras on this thing is, and a lot of agents already have these, right? I mean, do you think you need a lot of high production quality? Can you have someone make a, a fancy intro outro one time and then you're just shooting stuff on an iPhone? What, what's your take on for agents just trying to get started with this stuff? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You don't need some sort of fancy 4k camera. I mean, Ben has one of those cause that's his career, obviously like he shoots weddings and does that kind of thing. But I, I would say this, when I you know, was first getting started, there were certain takes we did take with the iPhone because like his camera, either like battery died. We had some, some funny stuff happen, but like the, the technology in the iPhones now is so unbelievable. So I would say utilize this. I mean, this is honestly some of the, the, the best picture quality you can get. And it's easy. It's at, it's at your fingertip. Doesn't take a lot of time or effort or energy to, to get it together. It's right there with you. Um, and yeah, there, there's companies or, or maybe local, somebody you can hire to do an intro for you or whatever. And then the rest can be filmed and edited. Like I said, there's so many apps out there to edit. Uh, as well too. So uh, obviously I would like to thank anybody on the podcast now because they have a mindset of growth and they want to learn. I'm sure they can figure it out themselves if they wanted to, but uh, the key is don't let that limit you, I guess. And, and to circle that back, Jesse, uh, to my, my main point was just, just do it. Just do it. You have an iPhone, takes great uh, video. Just do it. Just do it. I love it. All right, and we have a couple minutes left. What is next? What is next season two, season three? Where do you go with community involvement from here? Yeah. So uh, from, like I told you, from the spotlight perspective, I just want to keep highlighting these businesses. I want to cast that net even a little bigger too. Right. So uh, we've done a lot of Canal Fulton and a lot in our surrounding, you know, counties, Stark County, Summit County, but I just, I want to keep expanding that. Uh, and the reason being, and if anybody here knows anybody within the area or whatever, um, my goal is, is I just want to keep outreaching that to good people that deserve to be highlighted at the end of the day. I, I pick the people I highlight based on the business and, and who they are. And then, the, and I let them communicate, communicate the message that they want to, because at the end of the day, I want them to be highlighted the way they want to be highlighted, but I just, I want to find good people. So I want to continue to build that Jesse to answer your question is that 
I want to grow and grow and grow just outside of Canal Fulton and Clinton and Mass and whatever. Anybody, you know, locally, at least somewhat close, I would love to highlight. So I want to do that. And then, like I told you, I want to circle back around. I want to highlight the, the people that we've done before, kind of almost like a, a check-in again, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, and it doesn't matter to me if, if the business is just getting started, if it's been around for decades, I think everybody can benefit from that. So that's my goal with the spotlight uh, is to continue to highlight that kind of thing. And then community involvement from there. I One thing I've done with my team specifically is I want them to become staples in their community, right? So one, you know, Jaron, like I told you, we talked about last time, who did 50 transactions last year, right? Um, he's doing a lot of stuff in, in Perry. That's his community, right? So I want to see them take what I'm doing for my community and I want them to put that into their community, right? So, you know, Jaron has Perry, Chad has Jackson, John has North Canton. Like those are areas that they grew up in and I want them to pour back in those communities as well. So I want to kind of, I don't know. I want to. I want to infect them to to just want to have that that will and that desire to give back to their community. So that's my goal from my business and team perspective as well. Yeah, I, I love that. And so now now you're attracting people to your team, or you have that as they grow. Not only do they see what you're doing, but you're going to kind of duplicate through them. But they're you're attracting people that have that same mindset as you. They also are community minded. They also want to give back. They're service minded. It's pretty cool. Exactly. And and, and I think it's probably a cliche example. It's like almost like discipleship, for example, right? Like I want to say, hey, like this is how we do things on my team. I want you to do that for yourself and your own business, but also maybe when you start your team and when you get like that's what I want. I want. I just want to promote good. Uh, I want to pour into them. I want to pour into my community. And then I want to kind of, like I said, I want to infect them to do the same thing. I want them just to see that, be like, you know what? Like they, they got the bug and they just want to keep giving because it's it's addicting once you get started. There's Dude, nothing awesome. better than, than pouring into a community. Dude, it's awesome. Well, thank thank you for being here, Casey. Seriously, this is a, I, I love your energy. Every time I like, let's get, like, I, I just, I want to go out and make community videos. I don't even interview, make community videos, but I, does anyone else want to go out and make community videos right now? Like, I just want to go start interviewing and like, right, Kyle, Janice, we're like, yeah, let's go do this. That's it's that. so fun, man. It's so fun. I promise you, it's, you will never regret it. And it's such a blast. I love it. Well, guys, thank you for being here. If you have questions for Casey, how do they find you, Casey? What's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can get me on Facebook, Instagram. It's just, you know, Casey Roch is, you'll find me there. Um, you know, if we can send a link, I'm happy to put my number, my email, whatever you guys want to put out there. Feel free to call, text, whatever. I'm, I'm always available. I would love to help in any way that I can. I mean yeah. that. Yeah, we'll, we'll drop it in the show notes for the podcast. If you're in the uh, Agent Power Huddle Facebook group, when uh, we post this episode, we will tag Casey in it so you can DM him from there. Anything else you want to get more feedback, ask him questions. Kyle, and thank you too, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, Jesse, thanks so much, buddy. I, as always, I appreciate it. Lisa, fantastic seeing you again too. Uh, and hopefully do it again soon. Yeah, we absolutely will, man, for sure. All right, thanks guys. Bye guys, appreciate have a good day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.